That's what I was like, man, I bet he's out there just like eating the chicken. Yeah, wouldn't put it past that guy. Which is what I would have done. Good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tits. Starring the tits. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. Woo! The podcast episode two eighty. What's up, with your boy the Ted Smith? I'll be hosting this here podcast, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, to the left of me, actually, he's to the right of me, unless he's somewhere in Southeast Asia. Actually, he's not here. <laughs> Cobb is not here, folks. It's gonna be all. Uh, it's gonna be uh, Matt and I's favorite style, quick and fast. <laughs> Just the two of us. Anyhow, back on the wheels You're of steel. You're not wrong. Back on the wheels of steel. Get the studio all set up. Matt Cover, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How are you? Great. Wow, what an intro. <laughs> yeah. Played it, played it fast and loose tonight. Yeah. What else is new? Uh, yeah, Cobb is a little under the weather, so he is uh, not here today. But that's bad news. I come to you with great news before the holidays. Uh, we will not be here next week. As uh, Matt will be on a family vacation, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, maybe not the greatest news if people like this podcast. Right. So that's the bad news. No Cobb this week. No cast next week. The good news is I have talked to our friend, and we have confirmed from 3 to 6 on uh, December 14th, we will be up in Shoreline at the Aurora Borealis. Uh, It's a restaurant and kind of a, a club. So when you go there... The entrance is on 99. Go around the back where there's a bigger parking lot. There's a side entrance down there. So from 3 to 6, we'll have that whole room. Backdoor party. Backdoor party, right? (laughs) couple guys getting in fast and quick at a backdoor party. (laughs) Nothing to see here. So here's the deal. That night, they do have an event. They have a show that'll be uh, $10. That starts at 8, I want to say. So if you want to hang out there and check that out, they'd be more than happy to have you. Uh, we're going to be there from three to six, do the same thing I did last year. We'll prepaid, uh, you know, some wings and finger foods and stuff like that. And then, yeah, we'll hang out. I, I don't know. There'll be some kind of sporting event on we can put on and, uh, chill out and watch it's that. A Saturday, but college football season will be wrapped up, right? College football season will be wrapped up. There might be a bowl game or two. Yeah. One of those early ones with a, some website sponsor. Yeah. Or like <laughs> or an a, 800 number. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something like that, but I just wanted everybody to, uh, get out in front of it. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Right, because at least now people know, uh, that, you know, they can plan around it. Yeah. Hang on, I'm trying to find this schedule. We did a good job giving some heads up on the date. Now we got the location confirmed, and we'd love to see you there. Yeah, and actually they have, uh, you know what, I can't find it. I'm sure there's some bowl going on that week. Anyhow, there'll be something on. Either way, we'll be there. The wings will be good. Uh, I've had them before. The dry rub wings are very good. And then, uh, yeah, it's a huge space. Plus, it's just fun. It's easy. There's a lot of room. And then, like I said, they have a show there. If not, uh, I don't know. I'm sure we'll figure something out. But, yeah, early in the afternoon. Also, I want to just people, you know, like, hey, look, I know a lot of, a few of you have kids. I shouldn't say a lot of you. I mean, a few of you have kids or whatever. So this is easy, right? Three to six. I might bump that up to, like, two. I was telling Chris, I can come in around two, right? He's like, ah. <laughs> so we'll say two. Right. We'll say 2.30 to six. Okay. Uh, but the main thing is, right, we'll get in, like, basically, here's what you can do. If you have something going on in the morning, fine. And if you have something going on that night, you have a Christmas party with the wife or with the husband or whatever, we're not going to take up your whole night. Just come by, say what's up, 
I know Matt would like to meet you. Cobb, if he was here, would say he'd like to meet you. And, you know, it's always a fun event. Yeah. It's, it's always a good time, and this is a cool location where, like, the north end, getting in the shoreline, like, that's before all the city traffic hits, and if, you, if you're from the south end, you can get to shoreline a lot easier than if we were deep north, and, uh, yeah, I think it'll work out well for everybody. Yeah. I think it might almost be easier than having it downtown, too. Yeah. Right? You basically just go freeway and then cut over to 99. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a great space, too. Oh, there it twice. looks so it's, nice. Yeah. What have you been there for? We saw some band one night. Uh, me and Jake and Josh and Casey, just a bunch of my friends. All right. <laughs> Nobody knows who those people na- are. I, I guess some people might, but I don't want to name drop their full names. That's weird. Yeah, but, that's fair. Um, yeah, and then uh, the first time was actually also with Jake. Jake plays guitar in 10 Miles Wide and bass in... The Pimpsons. Uh, he's in a few bands. And um, so he wanted to meet Chris to talk about it. He also lives in Shoreline nearby there. Maybe I'll get him to g- swing by. Yeah, he for lives sure. right down the road. Um, special guests. Special <laughs> guest appearance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we went there before playing golf one day. We were playing golf up at, what is it, Jackson? The north right. on the north, right? Jefferson's and yeah. that way. Uh, so yeah, we we're playing at Jackson, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, let's meet Chris for lunch at Aurora Borealis. You can talk shop or whatever." And Chris gave us a tour and like showed him all the lights and sound system, and they talked like business. And I was like, "I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know any of this stuff." But salad was great. Yeah, I've been in there for lunch before, and then I was in there for a uh, Seahawks game a couple weeks ago. Was Thomas Rawls there that week? Thomas Rawls was there. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of funny too. And then like. Uh, before I got there, Chris was like, hey, I just I just went over after Publi, and he was like, dude, random, but Thomas Rawls is here. I was like, all right. By the way, for the record, Thomas Rawls, super nice guy. I believe it. Yeah. A lot of the Seahawks are. You see Sherman gave like a ton of money and food to two food banks today. Did he? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Here's the deal. Like, my cousin Tom is a massive Niners fan, right? So he hated Richard Sherman. But now that Sherman's on his team, he likes him. And I said, look, man. Some people might give him crap up here, but like Sherman was always Sherman was always good in the community, and like you know he talks a lot, but like he doesn't curse, he doesn't get in trouble off the field, right? Like he went to Stanford, he's like super smart and well spoken. That's what I was gonna say. Like he's kind of the guy. Like he's annoying as a player, and that's part of his game, right? Yeah, he's an annoying dude. He's gonna talk a lot of trash, but like I like Sherman. Like, I, I mean, I know he plays for San Francisco. You're not supposed to like anybody up here in Seahawks, Seahawks country, but. Well, yeah, I, I still like I him. I still like him. He didn't leave. Like, we didn't renew him. Uh, and I think cut him after the Achilles injury, if I'm not mistaken. But either way, it's like, you know, and he gave the Seahawks a chance to match that offer. And they said no. Like, he was always great. And like, like you're saying, on the field watching him, you know, it's like he's fun when he's on your team. When he's not, you can I can see why people would hate him. So it's probably interesting being a Niners fan and having hated seeing him on the field, and now having him on your team still at the top of his game, and being like, oh, wow, I really like this guy. But off the field, awesome dude. Yeah, I mean, I think the only way he could alienate all of Seattle is that if somehow they played in another championship game and he did the opposite to the Seahawks. (laughs) You know, but, I mean, look, that's the other thing, too. For me, like, that year was when I started, and I know they were very good, but... A few years before that, I would cheer for him. But I always pretty much still cheered for the Redskins. So it was right around that time I started cheering more for just the Seahawks. But that Super Bowl year, 
I mean, I remember a lot of the games, and I remember exactly where I was sitting in West Seattle. The girl I was dating was asleep, and she was like, why didn't you? Because I just started going crazy when he has that tip. Why didn't you wake me up? And I was like, you were taking a nap. You said don't wake you up. Like, I've been out here screaming for two quarters. (laughs) How did that not wake you up? But I also kind of wanted to be like, it's the NFC Championship game. You're a Seahawks fan. Like, Like, look, I love a nap. This is not the time for that nap. It can wait. Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, I remember just screaming so loud, and it was so. But I remember like that was one of those Januarys. It's like I wasn't even drunk. I mean, that's how fun of a game it was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. We were doing the podcast by then, right? Oh yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I I didn't drink. I stopped drinking. I drank the first few episodes. Um, I stopped drinking after we had started podcasting. And then the Seahawks won the Super Bowl the first year I stopped drinking. I took that as a good sign. And the St- Kings won the Stanley and the Kings. Cup. Yeah, so that was a wild time. But I remember being like, yeah, get on the bandwagon, Ted. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that was on the cast. Yeah, exactly. So you've been welcome on the band. Like, you were w- welcome with thor- warm arms for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what was it talking So I'm just saying, it's Sherman, for a lot of people in Seattle, like you just remember exactly where you were, what you were doing when he makes that tip. Yeah. Oh, man. It was unreal. Yeah. And yeah, if somebody doesn't like Sherman up here, like that, that tells me more about them than about Sherman. Most people I talk to still like him. Um, well, but- yeah. And that's the tough part for players, too, right? Like when players leave, it happens in a lot of stuff, right? Like people always get mad at the players, and it's like, well, it's also the business they're in. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like don't, don't be too mad. Like, trust me, a lot of people in their adult ages change jobs, right? Within their same yeah. career field, right? But like nobody's like, God damn it. Like, Matt used to work at the hospital that I like. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, you just wouldn't do that, right? Yeah, yeah he has a skill set. He, he made money. And I thought it was cool he negotiated his own contract. And, you know, to me, that reignited the rivalry that was dead in the water and made it fun. Although last year they sucked and it didn't really do well, much. Well, that's the other problem. The rivalry's were... back after that Monday night game. Or, right. Yeah, Thursday, Monday night? Thursday night? Monday night game last week. Yeah, yeah, right. When when one team's not that good for a while, it's hard to have that rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you know. Even uh, Matt and I were at a party over the weekend, which I we're not going to talk too much about it, but I just have to brag. It was a two day party. Matt and I and a couple other friends were there for Friday only. We shut her down. It did they, not go Saturday. They they couldn't even party Saturday. I left them. They were eating cheeseburgers, man. Just a wake of <laughs> tapping out, wake of dust. Uh, but I was talking at that party because a lot of them uh, were burner friends from uh, my camp that I stay at. And I was like, oh, I thought you were reaching over from the F8. Like, oh, I- <laughs> no, we're queer. <laughs> uh, but I was telling them, like, one thing about sports that I think gets lost is a lot of people down at Burning Man don't really care about sports. But I'm just like, it's the camaraderie and it's the things that bring people together. Like, you know, my buddy Joe will always have the memory of, like, Sounders win, we go to a parade. You know, we did it with his dad. Now we've lost him along the way. You know, but it's still Joe and I go, which also it's nice to have a tradition where you go to parades because your team wins. Yeah. Humble brag. Not just a one-off. Not just a one-off, right? Two that, stars. That's what I try to explain to people, too. Like, I know there's so much wrong with sports, but there's so much wrong with a lot of things if you do a deep dive into it. I'm just like, it's fun. Yeah. I think the camaraderie, I mean, that Sounders game, I went down there. I'm not a particularly big soccer or Sounders fan. It was awesome. It's just like, you know, everyone's... Day to day BS is set aside. We're uniting for a common thing that brings us joy. 
Like, how can you be against that idea? If you don't like sports or whatever, and, like, the leagues have their problem, the NFL and the NCAA, super corrupt, I get it. But, um, yeah, like, that that human interaction is awesome. When the Seahawks played the Niners on that Monday night, I had a client, it was our first session together during the game, and, like, during overtime, we it's my first training session with him, and the game's on, and we're, like, jumping and high-fiving, I'm pausing sets, I'm like... Watch, you're about to hike it. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, they're going to commercials, like super set, you know what I mean? And just yeah. like programming on the fly. And it was just like, he got a great working at it, but like we were high fiving and like bonding over that. And it's like, that's not a guy that I know very well, but like it brought us closer together um, because we're both Seahawks fans. And it's just like exactly what you're saying. It's super, super awesome to connect with people on something like that. Yeah. So enough divisiveness in today's world. <laughs> Yeah, and it's constant. Yeah. Boy, is it. Well, I mean, you can't get away from stuff. Yeah. You know, even, in, even in sports. And I get it. Like, politics are always going to come up. But, yeah, I don't know. That's one of the great things about sports. And it's just funny. Like, at that, that party we were talking about, like, people were just like, all right, man, we'll watch some sports. <laughs> and then I tell, I got everybody all fired up about this game the next day. I was like, I'll still be here. We're going to drink beers. Game kicked off at noon. I took a nap from about 11 to around 11, 3.15, basically skipped the game. <laughs> what game? Uh, Auburn in Georgia. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've been giving that speech for a while. I was and like, just wait. You are such a good salesman of sports. Like, I wasn't, I mean, I, you're, I'm an easy target for you. I'm an easy mark. Um, so when yeah. you were like, come down to the Sounders game, like I was basically sold with without much... But I've seen you explain things to people. Or, like, I'm not a huge college football fan by nature. I've become a bigger one because of you. But, like, that Saturday when we just hung out all day watching the games, it was, like, one of the best days of the year. It was so fun. Well, you have the best phrase that I still use all the time. You told me once, you said, watching college football with me is like a pop-up video. So just all these little, like... (laughs) I said that. There's like these little like tidbits I have, right? Well, they do that because of this or this or that, you yeah. know? And you go, all right. And plus, like, I like history. And then college football, there's just enough stuff going on where it's like, this isn't just a college football thing. Like, these two states hate each other for this reason. Yeah. Yeah. You really do uh, make it a much more enjoyable experience. Like, those color commentators don't have shit on you. Uh, that's, a, that's a great line. And of course, the best pop up video. Fun fact, that day was definitely about Nick. Oh, <laughs> I love you. Saw it kept neck. popping up. <laughs> it kept popping up all the time. I'm still telling people about it. Yeah. It's Did cr- I play it at the party Friday? I don't know. Did you see? Yeah, somebody have. tagged us on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, that screenshot from the college game day. Yeah. And somebody's just holding up a sign behind the broadcast and it says, let the band play neck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I am introducing you guys to it, but, like, anybody that's an LSU fan, I mean, it's been a thing for years. Let the band play neck. Yeah, that sign. Whoever, Thank you, whoever sent us that. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty I good. I got a good laugh out of that one. Yeah, also, anytime you, you talk about something that it shows up in popular culture, it's like, all right, all right, we're on it, we're on it. Yeah. Yeah, I had everybody in the office listening to it as well. <laughs> I mean, at the Sounders parade or the game the next day, somebody walked by in an LSU shirt, and you just like went over and was like, "What a game!" and just started in with it. Like, yeah, didn't miss a beat. Yeah. <laughs> I I will also caution people on the other side of liking sports that much, like also have a limit. 
Right? Don't if your team loses, don't let it ruin your day. Oh God, yeah. And you can have fun cheering. Like, look, LSU Alabama. At the end of the day, I don't really have a horse in that race. I've been to LSU once, so <laughs> I like LSU to win. I just don't like Nick Saban or Alabama. You know, and as intense as it was, like. If LSU had lost, it wasn't like that party. Like we were going to be like, "Oh, this is terrible!" Blah blah blah. There are definitely people that take it way too far, uh, and people that don't like sports may not like them partially because of people like that. Like it's you know, it's one of those things where like sometimes people get perspectives on things by other people's reactions to them, and like that's one of those things. Um, but I was watching. I was at the gym today working and. ESPN was showing some like fantasy football show or whatever, and it was like somebody's on a bye or Mahomes is injured or something, and it was like, what should managers that have Patrick Mahomes do this week or something? And I was just like, man, like managers, like because right, they played right, they played last night, so they're on a bye. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was just like, really, guys? Like, man, I used to play fan. I haven't played it in years, but it was just so funny seeing like. The amount of coverage of fantasy football gets in general, but then just like seeing it because I don't play, I don't read the articles or anything, but it was just like on screen, like managers. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, plus there's just certain things, right? Like I was saying, like this, the CBS theme to college football. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs in the world. I said this to somebody, I go, generally it means it's a Saturday. I don't have to work. And I'm like having a beer, having fun. Yeah. But also like Sunday morning, I got up early. Because party hard Friday, so I was asleep by about nine on Saturday. <laughs> uh, so I got up early, had to get some shrimp to uh, steam up for the uh, d- d- uh, for fun week at Publi. So it's nine fifty five, and I'm like, I should go to the store. And then I'm like, ah, I gotta watch the beginning of the red zone, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know why. It gives me so much joy when Scott Hansen's like, "All right, seven hours of uninterrupted football." Like, all right, yeah. How did uh? How did that game that you played in public turn out? You, by the way, you texted me a picture, but it was more like the victory was just that you made it to soccer after Friday. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what happened in the game, so I'm curious. But I just well, it was Fun League, right? Clarify. Or Fun Week. So Fun Week's a little looser. So I can't remember if we won the first game or not. The second game, the keepers couldn't use their hands, and we had like a shootout at halftime. And then by the end of the game, there was like every player imaginable was on the field. I will say the best line of the weekend was our coach, Adam, wasn't there. So this other guy was coaching, but he's never met me. So I showed up a few minutes late. So the second game, I'm like, hey, man, like, are we going to sub? And he goes, most of our t- – there was only, like, a few of us regular players. And he goes, well, I'm trying to get the people on the team more playing time. We'll sub you subs in late. And I go, I'm on the team. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my bad, dude. Like, yeah, 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 sub, sub, get in there. So they, like, throw the – they, like – throw rent monkey wrenches into the rules as well for it's, fun just yeah, for fun week. i thought yeah. fun week was just like hey we're getting day drunk guys and like there's more food it's kind of both okay yeah. i didn't realize there was an actual like change to the way the game's played to you know spice things up even more yeah yeah it's kind of fun people wear costumes for some people in tutus <laughs> actually to be honest with you, i had a couple great games yeah yeah i definitely slid by the end line to try to save a ball because I took a heavy touch. And, like, it looked cool, but, like, the bird on my thigh, I was like, that eh, might have been unnecessary. Did but- you save the ball? Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. I thought you were just like, that was just an athletic move. Like, no. Which is awesome, too. But- uh, no, but it was fun. And then, uh, I was going to say, Brian was there. Uli's Sausage is our sponsor. So we had a bunch of Uli's Sausage there people liked. And then, honestly, we had to press Brian in. I was like, Brian, you got to play, man. We need, we need players. <laughs> we need fresh legs out there. We need fresh legs out there. <laughs> All right, so... 
I'm not mad, but I went to the store and I got two pounds of shrimp. And I told the guy, you know what? Put another pound in there. Nice. Then Matt, I went home and cracked a beer and I peeled three pounds of shrimp. You're talking 25 to 30 shrimp per pound. Okay. Steamed them, separated them, one pound per bag, brought them. But nobody eats them. What? And I get it, like, during the, well, also it was piss and rain by the end, by the second game. Okay. But I'm just like, and I keep, everybody's like, I'm like, eat the shrimp. And I told my buddy Aloke, I go, I really just want people to eat them. I was like, I put a lot of time into this, man. Yeah, I thought, weren't they a hit last year? They were, but it was spring session. It was warmer out. Everybody was hanging out. Okay. But, yeah, rain's not the most, like, shrimp-friendly food, I guess. Yeah, and it's like, we're called ball and bougie because you got the shrimp guy on your team. <laughs> It was a whole thing, man. Really? I didn't realize that. And I mean, ball is just because of soccer, right? Right. But so that's bougie's the whole namesake? That's how it started. Is you making shrimp? Oh, no, no. We, we went with ball and bougie because we were like, oh, we're so fancy. Ted's going to make shrimp. Because Adam's our coach. His girlfriend, Megan, was on my team last in spring session. Okay. So, like, I, honestly, if I knew Coach Adam was going to be there, I wouldn't have made those shrimp. <laughs> yeah, I remember you talking about it at the party, like, I have to make these shrimp. Because right? everybody thought the party was going to go into Saturday, and you know they're already like game planning very you know enthusiastically uh, about oh, yeah. like Saturday night's going to be awesome, and then yeah, so they you're going to be here, you're going to be here. Everybody was asking everybody, and it's like, no are you coming? Right. No one's going to be here, guys. Right. Are you going to come back? That was the other thing. You guys aren't really coming back. I was like, well, no, I'm not coming back. But like. <laughs> Yeah, so anyhow, I'm like, right, so I get up and do all this, and I was like, man, Adam ain't even here. People are leaving early. Like, and no one's eating the fucking shrimp. Yeah. With that said, I've been eating shrimp for three, two days now, even made some shrimp salad, got some little Hawaiian rolls. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah. Oh, I had them, so I wasn't going to let them go to, ro- go to waste. Did you finish them off? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. They, <laughs> some got in a salad, some turned into shrimp salad, and then, uh, honestly, a lot of them just got hand to mouth. It's a great finger food. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, I'll just reiterate uh, again. Saturday the 14th, 3 to three to 6 at the Aurora, Aurora Borealis in Shoreline. You can look it up. Obviously, you Google Aurora Borealis, you're going to get a lot of stuff. Make sure you put in Shoreline or like restaurant. Or do it on Google Maps. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you get that, not just uh, some crazy stuff up there. Also, no, we'll be back before I go to this other fancy party. I'm very happy. Joe and I are going to a fancy dress party. I'm renting the tux. Oh, I saw that on your thing. I think I heard you guys talking about that at some point. Not yeah. that you need to give details right now with the mics on, but no. um, that's going to be in December? It is. Wow. Think about going white jacket. Wow. You guys are a real cute couple. <laughs> Black tie events, matching Halloween costumes every year. <laughs> By the way, I think I might just wear my outfit from Halloween at Live Day. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that I mean, you've been you've been working out. You got those thighs, you know, like show them off. Yeah, it's, I was just gonna wear the jorts, and then I'm like, well, I have a. I, I realize now I have between my jorts, and then I have the white pair, and then I have a, a yellow pair. Like I could be wearing booty shorts all day. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Are you gonna? Uh, well, you may not want to disclose this right now, but uh, so I'm not even gonna phrase it as a question. All right. But I vote after what transpired this summer for the surgery. I vote you shave the legs. Mm. It's a good call. Yeah, they look good, man. Like, it's a good call. I don't know. Not I, I know. I didn't shave them for Halloween. Yeah. I, I don't know that I could pull off shaved legs, but you pulled them off well. Yeah, nobody even brought it up. 
all summer? Like, at first, but like people had to really notice the notice. Because you shaved them both, right? Yeah. To even it out. Yeah. yeah, I thought it looked awesome. And I, I'm sure people will notice it live day. It's a good call. Yeah. Come out there high-stepping. Yeah. Commit. Commit. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's check in with what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Uh, before we get to what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Check out with what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Uh, before we get to what's happening. Hey, what's good? What's happening? Check out with what's happening. Well, uh, <laughs> we kind of touched on it. I had an awesome time at an awesome party uh, Friday. That was most of it because I was uh, dog sitting out in Issaquah for my parents. I realized I don't, I don't really know what to do in that town <laughs> anymore. Issaquah? Yeah. Uh, most of my friends have moved out, some towards the city, others towards North Bend, where it was a little bit cheaper. It used to be. I don't even know now, like, um, or Snoqualmie Ridge or whatever, but... Uh, yeah, so I just kind of hung out with the dogs, watched TV. Um, let's see, Saturday, yeah, I watched some college football, and Sunday was red zone all day. Um, I had to uh, run back to Ballard a couple times for some random things. Um, so I'm adjusting to the 99 tunnel being told, which is a way of saying I don't take the 99 tunnel anymore <laughs> so get a little extra waterfront driving in and you know probably add some hours to my commute but i know for a fact i like just getting off there and just cutting down by the stadiums down through the waterfront way better than going up i-5 and getting off on mercer and taking westlake like google maps always tells me to do like, oh you're talking about getting back to yeah and i don't know if that's like a i don't know what the exact time difference is but like I'd just rather drive down the waterfront. Yeah, it depends. Like when I when I actually used to drive and own a car. Like I remember when I first moved to Baltimore, like where my mom lived. Oh, she moved from Aspen Hill. It doesn't matter. I forget where she was, but you could take like six ninety five to ninety five to, or you could take like this back way that like was longer, but it kind of was nice through like Howard County. I always went that way. Yeah, I didn't care that it took longer. Or whatever. I was like, I just prefer this route. Yeah, and not to mention, I mean, especially. Because Monday morning I had a client, and then I had to go home or back to my parents' house and feed the dogs because my mom came home on Monday. And, like, I came back, and I-5 was a mess. And then Mercer is quite commonly a mess, too. Yeah. And I hate driving 45th through Wallingford. There's so many lights. Like, at least I'm on the waterfront, and it's generally not that congested unless, like, it's ferry times or whatever. But even that's just like one small segment of it uh, on the end. So, yeah, I got a, got a new, like, you know, it's like, okay, cool. Now it's not – Cobb always talks about decision fatigue. Like, we have yeah. so many decisions to make, and, like, driving can induce a ton of them. Like, how am I going to get there? What's the best way? da 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 And, like, I can take any of these exits, like James or Madison and cut down. And it's like, get off where you got off before, same exit, and just don't get on 99. Just get on the waterfront. And also, I mean – that tunnel's not easy on the eyes. Like, that tunnel's just, I mean, it's a I ni- haven't been through it yet. I guess it's nice by tunnel standards, but a tunnel isn't as cool as the Seattle waterfront. So, no. like, f*** off. I'm taking the waterfront. And the waterfront, like, look, I'm one of these people. I, I like the viaduct just because I thought it was so cool, like, going south on it, the view. 
Or, yeah. Right. God. Or going north. Even coming north. Yeah. Yeah. But like now that it's gone, it do, it does look really nice down there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still there's still part of me that like misses the viaduct. Yeah. Um Apparently, I saw on Twitter before this. Um, you can get a piece of the viaduct somewhere. I that just, makes sense. I just saw it on Twitter. It might have been WS dot Washington State Department of Transportation tweeted it, or somebody did. Um, I think it was called Friends of the Waterfront or something. Right. Right. If you look up like how do I get a piece of the water of the viaduct, like they're free, and I don't know how what hoops you have to jump through. But I thought about it because I was there's some just epic views on that. Like there's some good memories on that viaduct. Yeah, I my favorite one was uh, one time after indoor soccer, I'm just playing goal goalkeeper down at uh, Arena Sport in Soto, and then I was just on a 50 cc. My buddy was like, "Come on, let's just take, let's just take the viaduct. It'll be quicker." <laughs> and we were on the viaduct, cutting over to actually cutting over to Ballard. Okay, but it just I remember being on there and just being like, "We should not be on this road." But it was awesome. <laughs> it was like evening time. The sun was out. It was great. Yeah, God. Yeah, there was some fun. And I remember there was a lot of times where like I was stuck in traffic, and I was like. I'm not a big fan of traffic, but it was easy to like look out on the water and be like, you know, if I'm gonna be stuck in traffic, like there's not many better places. Now, I really fell in love with it when I was dating the girl that lived in West Seattle, just because from Belltown, that's just the easy, you would just get on the viaduct and go over there. Yeah. So I just, there was just all these different times where I was on it where I was like, God damn, this road is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks, I don't know, this city's changing quick. Yeah. Um, so. You know, resistance is futile. Just enjoy, uh, you know, what it is now. And the waterfront's still pretty dope. Apparently yeah. they're going to add some lanes to that road. I don't know. And I'm Cobb would know about all that stuff. <laughs> he's, he's on it. Yeah. He's working on it right now. What a week to be speculating on what's going on with the city's planning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it was pretty much weekend. Friday night was the highlight. That was just an awesome party. Um, it was cool to meet new people. It wasn't all just like meltdown people. There's enough mix. It was a great mix of like people I know from meltdown uh, and people I didn't know from the burn, which obviously like those are super rad people. And so making new I, friends and right. Well, like you and one other person, like you and Brad, other Brad, I think were the only two that weren't part of the camp, right? No one, right? No one. But, like, you guys all hang out so much. I Honestly, at some point, I kind of forgot. I was like, oh, yeah, Matt and Brad and Nolan don't, like, know Walter or a couple people. Yeah, Adrian was super cool. Um, what was the other girl's Those name? cocktails were delicious. Even yeah. the mocktails were good. Yeah, she made me a mocktail with, like, rosemary and orange slices and soda water. And it was, like, in a little cup that looks like you'd have a little mocktail. We looked like fucking bosses, dude. You with that dog just like chilling by your feet the whole time. Oh my god. Well, then like, you had the Hennessy going at one point and I had the little like mocktail thing that like had stuff in it. It was it was And like, I little... feel like a bad friend. But like look, I look over at Matt at one point and go, "I know you don't drink anymore. Cocktail looks good in your hand, man." <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. And yeah, the, uh, Yeah, we were dominating. It was out there. literally an orange slice and rosemary. Initially, it was soda water, and I just kept refilling it at the fridge with regular water. Yeah. But it looked so damn cool that it was like, I was having fun. I kept like tilting it up like that Leo DiCaprio meme from something. I don't know. But like, just like, and people, I think, just, I don't think people realized how much fun I was having just with like that little cup nod of like. Yeah, and I kept bragging as my buddy's dog just kept sleeping on my feet. I was like, he respects the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting right. I was like, I was like, we look like, I kept what I kept saying. We look like the Drake cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was gangster, dude. It was fun. It was gangster, gangster, the top of the list. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, so I told you the 14th will be our party. We'll have another pod. We'll have two more podcasts before that when we get get back. But we are off next week. Oh. Uh, other than that, I you know what? Just tell everybody like Happy Thanksgiving, man. Enjoy your holidays. Yeah, you got anything gonna, to add? Gonna be fun. Tell your friends to come to the party. It's a, it's gonna be a good group of people. I'm always like really impressed with the kind of people that like to come hang out with us. I just see Kevin Deers, and I was thinking it'll be early enough that he could show up too if he wanted to before Metal Shop. Yeah, it's not a bad call. But you yeah, know? seriously, have a great holiday. Uh, also, I read something today. I forget who the guy is. He's friends of a friend, and he just posted on Facebook like, "Hey, don't forget Thanksgiving." Is, is also about friends and family. And he was like, one year I got too wasted on the night before, which is a fun night. And he's like, I didn't post and I felt awful. And it's like, yeah, like, listen, a lot of us are going to go out and have fun that Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Just suck it up. Go hang out with the holiday. Grandma wants to see you. You know, it's not just about you either. Be a grown up. Be a grown up. It's a holiday. <laughs> and then when it's early enough, when it's acceptable enough. Be a enough, grown up and rally. <laughs> right. Be a grown up and rally. When it's acceptable enough, crack a beer, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Basically, Matt and I talk about a party for about half an hour. There's episode 280 for MCTP. I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.